You are Locked On Aggies, your daily podcast on the Texas A&M Aggies, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, everybody, and welcome back into another episode of Locked On Aggies, presented by the Locked On Podcast Network. Cole Thompson back in action, talking all things Texas A&M, and today, let's take a look at the first press conference of spring football with the upcoming Aggie personnel. Texas A&M is going into a year that seems to be their quote-unquote season. And the only way to hear how it's going to get better off of a 9-1 trek from 2020 is through the players who were a part of that roster going into a pivotal year of the program's history. Before we begin, make sure you're following us on social media at Mr. Cole Thompson. I am the host of the show, and I love public feedback. Anything you can do to help make this a more quality-sounding podcast Monday through Friday, give me a follow, give me a shout-out, and I will add it into the mix, especially all of you coming in from WFAA and Tigna listeners. Secondly, Locked on Aggies. Locked on Aggies is your number one source for all things 12 man related content found here on LOP. You can always subscribe on iTunes, listen on Spotify, and if you can't do any of that, listen live every single day at LockedOnPodcast.com. A 9-1 season is difficult enough in the SEC alone, especially when it's an all-SEC schedule like it was in 2020 due to COVID-19. In fact, only two teams finished with one loss or fewer. One was Texas A&M, who lost by 28 points to the eventual national champions, Alabama, who finished the year with an undefeated 13-0 record. Overall, you have a lot to build off of, and with the team coming back pretty healthy and a majority of the star players returning, you will miss out on Buddy Johnson. You will miss out on the offensive line. They're not really going to miss that much of a beat if they can find their rhythm early on. Where does that start? In spring practice. Texas A&M has begun their spring practice in preparation for the maroon and white game that will be held later this month. 14 practices, including a 15th with the maroon and white game alone, will be able to decipher who are going to be some big-time names, big-time players, and where the roster kind of sits going into 2021. Naturally, you hope it goes in a positive direction. And more than that, you also hope that everything that you saw in 2020 brings over into the next season with the returning players. Now again, every single team will have a breakout star. This past year, Devon A-Chain really came on strong against UNC. DeMarvin Leal took the next steps to becoming a top 10 pick in the NFL draft. And you saw his role players such as Antonio Johnson, Andre White Jr., and Jalen Jones step up on the defense side of the ball. Offensively, you hope that Chase Lane can build off of last season. A healthy Caleb Chapman can be the vertical threat. And one of the young receivers already on the roster can make an impact. So what do the players think about going into the season? On Tuesday, players finally spoke to the media for the first time during spring camp. They had a lot to say. DeMarvin Leal was one of the biggest names to also talk. Here's why DeMarvin Leal is such a big name. Because if he's so versatile, everywhere he lines up helps set the tone of the defense for Mike Elko. Elko has played him as a nose tackle. They played him as a three-tech. He's lined up as a five-tech, a four-eye-tech. He's played the interior. He's played the run. And he's done a great job dissecting the pass. Going into his third year, this is a pivotal moment for his career. This is the time where you can decide, do I want to go pro or would I rather return and boost my stock or potentially hurt it if I return for my senior season? Here's what he had to say about his overall ability to win inside and outside. I feel very comfortable playing both positions and being inside and out. Um, during practice, you know, we have our packages and certain packages require me to be in the inside. So we've been working on every single thing, honestly. So 
it's been good, and I've loved it since I uh, first started playing in and out. A guy like Liao really does set the tone on the defensive line. If you play him inside, that means you're going to have Jaden Peavy probably play his uh, superior. McKinley Jackson's going to be the rotational guy. And you're going to have Michael Clements and uh, Tyree Johnson step up as your defensive ends. If you play him outside, McKinley Jackson will be able to fill in for Bobby Brown, who left this past year for the NFL draft. You'll still be able to keep Jaden Peavy as your nose tackle, probably, or as your three-tech. But you're also able to probably rotate them out if you want to go to a more dime package formation. Maybe add an extra linebacker as a blitzer. Maybe add in a, a third safety to uh, play the three deep set. You can make it work, but Leal has to be on the field every single play. Speaking of McKinley Jackson, this was a player that I actually got really excited to see after his game against, I believe it was Mississippi State. I think that was his best game of the year. Consistently bull rushing, doing a great job of holding his block, having leverage on offensive tackles. And again, the one thing you have to love about Mississippi State is they're going to be a team that really transcends, I think, the SEC. Everyone talks about how the SEC is just this one-dimensional conference. They run it a lot. They have great runners. They have solid wide receivers. It's a, it's you know, but it's the quarterbacks that are always the weak point. The quarterback at at Mississippi State has to be the strongest point. Because of Mike Leach's system in the air raid offense only allows it to be run by a quarterback. Which means you need to get better at pass rushing. And by pass rushing, I mean you have to be able to be successful both on the outside with your outside linebacker or your defensive end and on the inside with your nose tackle. McKinley Jackson is going to be a player who steps up, I think, immensely in place for Bobby Brown as that zero tech or nose tackle for AM's defense next year. And Leal also agrees that through the very first couple of practices, you can see how much he learned under Brown as his backup in 2020. McKinley's doing fantastic. And, you know, we have other people that just got healthy, like Adarius Jones, you know, and we have a couple freshmen as well. And they're all just doing a good job, just making sure that they stay on the task and stay poised and just making sure that, um, that they know their assignments and just having fun out there on the field. I think that's really important, actually, that was mentioned. Having fun out there on the field. The one thing you want is you want players to have that connection and hold each other accountable. When you're having fun, I can just say this from my experience of playing football. When we were out there and we were enjoying ourselves, we always had fun. We were making jokes in the huddle. We were talking about running a cover four system, a cover three. Um, we ran a couple cover ones had a lot of blitzing packages, and we'd be making jokes. Our inside linebacker was one of the funniest people on the team, and he would be laughing through, talking about players on the opposite side. Hey, look, they're kind of weak. They're out of breath. Go knock him on his... Eh. So again, when you're having fun, it's important. But McKinley Jackson is one of a multitude of players who has an offseason, and a really full offseason, because think about this for a second. Even those players who came to Texas A&M early in 2020, like a Haynes King, like a Demond Demas, like, uh, like Josh Bankhead, they were what? Two months into practice before they were told, all right, everything's shut down right now. We're not having practice. We're not having the spring game. COVID-19 has taken over. And McKinley Jackson showed in a short amount of time, hey, I know that I have not been here that long, but my presence is an impact. And that's why he started rising up the depth chart going into fall ball. 
All throughout summer, people were talking about McKinley Jackson's a big-time name to watch for. He's definitely not going to be a starter this year, but he's going to be the name I think a lot of people are interested in. And Leal is kind of, you know, talking about it. He's saying exactly what we're all believing. It's time for McKinley Jackson to step up. But it's also time for all of the other players to step up as well. So a guy like Leal, going into his third year, has to be that veteran presence on the defensive line. And while Jaden Peavy is going to be here, and he actually also spoke to the media on Tuesday... Leal is the name. Like, like, I've talked to scouts already, and they're talking about how Leal is becoming almost a top 10 pick. He's almost solidifying himself going into the next draft season. Because of his versatility, he could be the next J.J. Watt. That, I mean, I've heard a scout actually tell me that. So, when you look at this, if Leal sees the talent, that's something you want to believe in going into next season. This episode of Locked on Aggies is brought to you by Built Bar, where a candy bar meets a protein bar. Now, again, you know about the 12 original flavors, but we also have six new flavors, including caramel brownie cookies and cream, cherry barcia, and lemon almond cheesecake. The bars are covered in 100% chocolate, and they're soft and easy to chew. Plus, they're great for anyone who has a health-conscious mind because they're low in calorie, low in sugar, high in protein, high in fiber, and great for anyone on the keto diet. Every single morning, I start my day off with a peanut butter brownie protein bar. It's got 19 grams of protein, 180 calories, 5 grams of sugar, 5 grams of net carbs. You're not going to find a product like this anywhere else out on the shelves. Go visit BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. LOCKED15 for 50% off at BuiltBar.com. Stop eating the salty sweets and enjoy a treat that will meet your needs. Built Bar from BuiltBar.com. Locked on Aggies, presented by the Locked on Podcast Network. Cole Thompson back in action, talking all things Texas A&M. Guys, 25 minutes. If you give me 25 minutes of your day, I will get you caught up on everything you need to know in the sporting world. Well, maybe not me, but Peter Bukowski and Locked on Today World. Our brand new show, Locked on Today, features all major sports in America, including the MLB and the NFL draft right around the corner. Subscribe wherever you get your podcast listening systems. All right, we're talking a little bit about the defense and how this team can get better going into 2021. DeMarvin Leal is going to be the name I think a lot of people focus in on that defense. You lose Buddy Johnson, you lose Bobby Brown, you still have some young talent. Like like a Jalen Jones is still going to be a year away. Damani Richardson, if he has a big year, I could see him potentially being the, uh, the number one safety in the NFL draft class. I think that when you look at the offensive side of the ball, it's all Haynes King, but defensively, you know that DeMarvin Leal is going to be the name that potentially is that top pick for AM. And AM going into this year hasn't had a first round pick since I believe Jermaine Urfetti in 2016. I want to say it was. I think it was the very last time Texas AM had a first round pick. I don't think they'll have it this year either. I think Kellen Mall will go high, but not that high. So it's going to be really important to see how Leal focuses. And one of the biggest things he talks about is it's not about just winning on the field, but winning off the field and getting the right fuel in your body to be successful every single snap. I've been, you know, working on my eating habits, um, working out more, running more, working on my craft, basically just doing everything possible to be, be better. Again, be better is a little different. So, Everyone always talks to me about, you know, production and how the numbers speak limits. Well, if we're going off numbers, Leal's production actually was pretty minimal last season. It wasn't anything that was to boast about, but it wasn't terrible either. The biggest thing was, when you watch the film and turn it on, his role allowed other players to really step up. It allowed guys like Buddy Johnson to be more effective in the run stopping and as a pass rusher. It allowed him to box cut out 
the defensive, I mean, the offensive tackle to allow a corner blitz from the middle. It allowed double teams coming his way as he was playing the five technique, which then led to one-on-one battles between the center and the three technique as a bull rusher. That's what really we talk about when we're talking about how DeMarvin Leal's presence is so essential to this team. It's not his own personal merits. It's his it's his style of play that bolsters this team. Another thing as a whole is the defense really is going to be the bread and butter for AM next season. And it really starts with the defensive line. Yeah, you lose Bobby Brown. You get more reps from McKinley Jackson. You're able to play DeMarvin Leal in a multitude of positions. Jaden Peavy returns. You have some young talent as well, like uh, Dallas Walker. A couple of names from the 2021 class who I definitely could see making an impact. So, Leal was asked, what does he think of the defensive line? And his answer is pretty much what I think everyone else would believe. I mean, either way, our defensive line is unbelievable. And it's not only I, it's multiple, you know. So, it's it's going to be scary all around. Everybody has their own, you know what I'm saying, their own flavor. I'm going to say that. I'm going to start with that. You know, um... But every single, you know, everyone, they all run to the ball. They're all determined. You know what I'm saying? They all have fun with the game. So I can say they compare to me in that way. They have their love for the game. What's really going to be interesting is to see how this defense reacts with more veteran talent coming back. Because that is the one thing I do think stands out more than any other team in the SEC. You do lose Buddy Johnson, but you found a pretty solid replacement in Aaron Hansford and, of course, Andre White Jr., who stepped up towards the end of the season. You probably are losing Devin Morris for right now, but Antonio Johnson really was playing more of that nickel defender role towards the end of the year. If you want to go big nickel, you use him. If you want to go small nickel, you can use either um, Derek Tucker or you can use Joshua Moten. When you look at the secondary, you can run a three uh, three safety set with... Keldrick Harper playing in your cover one kind of style. When you go to a base cover four or cover two, you can have Leon O'Neal and Damari Richardson. If you want to move Damari down to play him against the box, you can. Then the cornerbacks alone are talented enough. You have Elijah Blades coming back. You have um, you know, Jalen Jones. You have Miles Jones. And, and Miles Jones is probably going to be the guy who is maybe the odd man out just because if he's been there for so long, And these other talents have also really started to develop over the season. So, Brian George is a name. There's so much talent on this defense that ranked 11th in the country last season that it's really hard to imagine this team faltering or falling off the cliff or having some weaknesses on that side of the ball. That's like more so my biggest concern, like compliment here. AM's defense is going to be the reason they're contending for an SEC title. It's going to be the reason why teams are not going to be able to run on them and they're going to be forced to pass. It's going to be the reason why wide receivers are going to have fits no matter if they went to Alabama, LSU, Ole Miss. It's why quarterbacks are going to feel the pressure consistently. It's the defense that's going to be the X factor of the team. And even a guy like Leal can see how this defense will help him transform the team into a brand new unit overall, but not really brand new. Just, I would say, enhanced from 2020 to 2021. 
The NCAA season is over, but baseball is back in action in full swing. And the one place we love and the one place we trust when it comes to making your bets is betonline.ag. BetOnline.ag gives you the best buyouts, the best bets, and the best wagers every single day when you go follow them on social media at BetOnline underscore AG. And they're more than just sports. You can bet on reality TV shows. You can bet on anything. You can bet on probably the color of the sky tomorrow. It doesn't really matter. Go ahead and go visit BetOnline.ag and use the promo code LOCKEDON to save 50% off as a welcome bonus with your first deposit. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbooks experts. Locked on Aggies, presented by the Locked on Podcast Network. Cole Thompson back in action on all things Texas A&M. With the 2021 NFL Draft right around the corner, it's time to start listening to as many shows as possible. We got two right here on Locked on Podcast Network. The Draft Dudes that breaks down every single prospect. And of course, Locked on NFL Draft, which has mock drafts, daily doses, and multiple news that are coming out about teams and where they are looking towards the draft. Subscribe on the Audacity channel or wherever you get your podcast listening systems. Let's keep talking about that defense. One of the biggest names I think a lot of people wanted to see was Bobby Brown return. Well, he's going to the NFL draft. That's just part of life. People leave and they go and they move on with their path. But because of the extra year of eligibility, some players were allowed to stay a little bit longer. One, of course, being Keldrick Carper. The other, of course, being Michael Clemens. And Jaden Peavy, who started playing more of a defensive tackle role as a full-time starter in 2019, will now be a full-time starter again in 2021 because of the eligibility. Naturally, everyone wanted to find out a little bit more into the reasoning of why he wanted to come back. And it was very simple. Why not? Uh, The number one reason I decided to come back is because I wanted to improve myself um, personally and physically. Um, I also want to win, and I'm very excited to be back. Think about this for a second. Texas A&M coming off their best season statistically since 1939. Every player has an opportunity to stay an extra year. Every player has an opportunity to bolster their draft stock. Other players, they're going to go. But overall, you get that one extra season. No matter what the roster looks like, no matter how many players are on it, you could have two twos, three fives. Like, like It could be completely different. Than ever before. And we, we see that kind of with Texas A&M baseball. They have like 40 players when usually it's only like 28. Because they got that extra year of eligibility. PV understands that. Yeah. He probably was going to be a player who was a late round pick. Or undrafted. Now he returns with Mike Elko. He knows the system. He does not have to worry about his status with the team. And on top of all that. They have a shot to win. The one thing that I say going into next season is you live or die by the quarterback position. Will Rogers, Matt Coral, and JT Daniels are the three quarterbacks I see, and I go, you know what? They could have it. They could have it, and they could be the solution to their respective programs. Every other team that was successful this year, Florida, Alabama, even LSU if you really want to be honest, they all had to find a quarterback. They all had to find a position. Guess who else has to find a quarterback? Texas A&M. So it's like an even playing field. The difference, this defense does not have to replace much. And the pieces that they do, you already saw kind of an up-close look at what it could be. 
So again, Andre White Jr., you know what he can be in replacement for Buddy Johnson. Aaron Hansford returns. You know what it could be with Antonio Johnson replacing Devin Morris potentially. You know what it could be with McKinley Jackson being the full-time replacement for uh, uh, Bobby Brown. You know what it is. You're not really replacing much. And that's something that PV loves. Especially when you look at this defense and what he's seen in just a few short days of camp. Um, the biggest thing is that we treated the first day like it was um, year four instead of the first day of camp. Um, everybody came out there with a, with a great mindset of let's win. Um, it's a winning mentality on this team now. So I think that's a great concept. It's not that it's the first day of spring camp. It's year four. Peeve is a guy who was on the roster when Jimbo Fisher arrived. He was one of those players who had to implement what was already here. So now this is year four of Jimbo Fisher. He was here as a sophomore, junior, senior, and now a super senior. You want to know who else was here? Leon O'Neal, Miles Jones, Keldrick Harper, Michael Clements. These are guys who know the system. And they're not treating it like, oh, it's a new year with new players. No. It is the same system that has worked, that has been developed, that has grown over time. And now we have reached the completion. This is the final product. Going into next season, I do not know what to really make of AM right now. Because if the offense is going to have to be a story mark. It, yeah, Alabama's going to have to change their offense. Georgia's going to have to replace some player, a lot of players on their, on their defense. LSU's going to have to replace a lot of players on both sides. Mostly not that many, but the ones that they will are definitely going to be big, like a Terrace Marshall Jr. You look at Florida, they're replacing a lot of pieces as well. And nobody really knows what to make of Ole Miss. Can they take that next step? But the defense of A&M returning, basically I would say 10 starters. You know, I, I say 12 starters on defense because of you look at how much a nose tackle is used or how much a, uh, a nickelback is used or how much a you know a dime defender is used. And so you, I'll put 12. They're returning 10. They're really losing Bobby Brown. They're only losing Buddy Johnson. They're returning everyone else. That's a key point for AM to be successful going into 2021. But here's the thing that really stands out the most to me. And this is something that I think that's going to be the reason why AM is a dynasty or a powerhouse or has the opportunity to be a competitive team for years to come. It's because the Aggies will get that fifth year in the system, but they're not here anymore to be just role players. They're here to be teachers. I think that's the biggest thing of all. And PV actually said that one of the main reasons he was back was because of he wanted to make sure that every name below him knew exactly how to play the position as strong as he did, leaving the team in a better spot. Yeah, I'm in the teaching mode now. I'm letting the young guys know the ins and outs of playing the D-tackle. Um, I'm learning myself as well, so it's helping me while I'm helping them. Um, of course, McKinley Jackson. Uh, we have Isaiah Rakes, Dallas Walker. Um, those guys fighting for a position, and uh, I love it. I love the fight they bring in. Certainly, nobody is going to expect for, I would say, Dallas Walker, Isaiah Rakes take over PV's role in 2021. But the good news is, is that there is talent there that's prospering underneath the system. The biggest question will be, 
is a name like Mike Elko, because of how talented this defensive front is, going to be in line for a head coaching job next season? If that's the case, again, you love to see it, but you hate to see it leave, might as well go out on top. That's going to do for this edition of Locked on Aggies. Make sure you're following us on social media at Mr. Cole Thompson and at Locked on Aggies. On tomorrow's show, let's talk a little bit about Buddy Johnson. This is a guy that I'm very high on going into the draft. I've spoken to some scouts this past week about what his potential could be, and a lot of people view him as something that is going to be very valuable on an NFL roster for years to come. What is it? Make sure you tune in tomorrow to find out. We will see you then. And remember, you come y'all. This has been Locked on Aggies, presented by the Locked on Podcast Network.